Thank you, choir. It's a beautiful uh, anthem. Lord, lift up my spirit so that lift up my soul so that my spirit is free. It's beautiful and beautiful uh, song that Jason and Laura it was wonderful. I mean, you guys should do that more often. Uh, and also praise was just wonderful. Everything was so beautiful. And the prayer was, uh, yeah, it was very good. Uh, the whole thing was really good. Uh, we are going to uh, build up the worship service as much, as much as possible this year so that all of us come and then truly experience uh, true worship, but also God may be glorified. And during this retreat, uh, I'm going to talk about worship a lot uh, for two uh, lectures. We are going to do that. I hope that uh, many of you can come and without understanding what worship is, giving true meaningful worship is hard, uh, if not impossible. So I hope that, I, I know you're busy, but take some time out and please come and uh, start the new year. Uh, with a prayerful uh, heart. And also, uh, next week, when we do uh, the town hall meeting, uh, please give us your uh, feedback so that we can uh, choreograph uh, this worship service as meaningfully as possible uh, for everyone uh, who worships here at St. Timothy. <clears throat> Today is the first Sunday of 2018. I pray that God's grace may be with you and with your families uh, this year. Uh, God is good, and God is faithful. God works beyond our imagination, and God deserves our worship. And this year's theme is healing uh, through worship, and then that is a passage that, that's John 4.24. I don't know why there's no English one. That's strange. Is there an English one? I know, but there's no word in English. I mean, last year we had it, right? Strange. Anyway, that 424, we are going to read, uh, we read it today. So that is our uh, theme passage. And we had a KSM uh, prayer retreat. Uh, last Friday and Saturday, we had a wonderful time together. It was like what heaven was like, kind of taste of heaven. We cried together, and we laughed together. And most of all, we worshiped together in the most pure form, purest form. After they learned about worship, the way they give worship was so beautiful. Friday, we had a lecture, and then next morning, Saturday morning, we had a worship together. It was one of the most beautiful worship that I experienced. They were really into uh, worshiping God. We experienced that the worship brings healing. But worship is for God, not for us, not even for our benefits. Absolutely, worship is for God, for no one else. Only God 
needs to be glorified, and only God should be at the center of our worship. We all hide behind the shadow of the cross. Wow. <laughs> Great sound. Worship is our purpose of life. Worship is the very reason for us to live. We live to worship God. That's Christian belief. We live to worship God. Our ultimate purpose is to glorify God, and we glorify God through worship. And last year's theme was serving is living, and this year, living is worship. That's what we want to practice this year. God delivered us from the bondage and made us free so that we may be able to worship. That's why the choir anthem was so beautiful. God lifts up our soul so that my spirit may be free. When my spirit is free, then with that freedom, we worship God. When the Israelites were freed from the bondage of Egyptians, God sent Moses to deliver them from that oppression and bondage and made them free so that they could worship God. That was what Moses said. Let us hear. I'll be with you, and this shall be the sign for you. Sorry. Yeah, you read the scripture. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. We'll go. Oh my goodness, this is a phobia, man. <laughs> okay, this part. <laughs> I'll be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that it is I who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God on this mountain. The whole purpose of Exodus was for them to worship God. Today we read the story of the Samaritan woman. We, did, we didn't read the whole story because I didn't want to focus on woman is, uh, herself. I want to focus on the meaning of worship that was revealed in the story. We all know the Samaritan woman very well. She was a woman who had many problems. Among them, the greatest problem was, that, was the fact that she was completely alienated from people. You know, it is a terrible experience to be completely alienated from people. That's why bullying is so hard to take. When you are completely alienated from people, that is hard to bear. You become lonely. You become angry and sometimes sad and you feel so worthless and you start believing that you are unlovable. She felt judged by the people all the time. She lived with this deep wound. Hurt was there. And Jesus came to her and Jesus knew exactly what her problem was. 
And then right that moment, during conversation, Jesus completely brought her out of the bondage and oppression of alienation. She, Jesus restored her. Jesus lifted it up, her soul, so that her spirit may be free. And Jesus made sure that she knew that you are a precious child, precious daughter of God, and you are lovable, and you are worthy. Jesus wanted to make sure that she knew that. When she experienced this salvation, the first thing she did was to go back to the village and met people who alienated her. That's amazing. I mean, they are the reason she felt so worthless and unlovable, unloved. But when she was restored by Jesus, she went back to the people who alienated them. She was able to embrace them. In other words, she had enough empowerment to be able to embrace them. She was healed. She was freed. That's why she was able to go back and meet, uh, meet those people. But before she went back to the village, there is one question she asked. I wonder why she asked that question. During the conversation, she was going back and forth, and she didn't say much, but one, at one point, Something was happening within her, and the one question rose from her consciousness. You know what that question was? This was the question. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Her question was, where should I worship? Mountain or Jerusalem? In other words... What is the best way to worship? That question rose from her consciousness, from the depth of her, her soul. This question came up. What is the best way to worship? Something happened during her conversation with Jesus. She was experiencing the freedom. And when she experienced the freedom, the desire to worship rose, arose from within her heart. That's what it does. That's what happens. When you experience the freedom, the desire to worship arises from within. Where should I worship, she asked. Mountain or Jerusalem? That was important to her. Jesus', was, Jesus response was this. Jesus said to her, woman, Believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks the, such as those to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. That's what it is. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. 
The important thing about worship is not where you worship. The important thing about worship is where is your heart? Where is your heart in the worship? You worship with your heart. You don't worship in the sanctuary. You worship in your heart. Because worship is not physical activity. You may do all the physical activity, but that itself is not worship. Worship, you can only worship from the heart. In heart. When you have God in your heart, then you can worship God in spirit and truth. Worship is not about what you do. Worship is about your spirit meeting God's spirit. That's what worship is. Our spirit meets God's spirit. The place of worship is not the sanctuary. The place of worship is your heart. God looks for those who worship God. The Father seeks such as these to worship them. God is calling us to worship God. And you all responded to that calling. Some of your friends, even some of your family members, might not have responded to that calling. Leaving them behind at home, we came to worship. Because God called us to worship him. Let us worship God from the depth of our heart. What we need in worship is inspiration, not emotion. Emotion is at the surface. But inspiration comes from the depth of your soul. What we need is inspiration, not emotion. This year, I hope that we all learn what it means to worship God. And through your, through your worship, I pray that you may also experience the healing and restoration. When you give true worship to God, wonderful thing will happen in your lives. Let us sing together.
Oh 